Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, a sixth grade teacher, author, presenter, and today I am here with Sarah Kiefer. Really excited to have a new guest on the show, and we're talking about creating change through growth, and I can't wait to get to this topic, but before we do, Sarah, can you give yourself kind of an introduction, let us know a little bit about you. Hi, Michael. First of all, thank you for having me on tonight. And my name is Sarah Kiefer. I am a technology integration specialist for the Ross Local School District. I actually split my time between two elementaries and hands down, absolutely love my job day in and day out. Um, previous classroom teacher, I taught fifth grade for seven years. And then I also taught seventh and eighth grade social studies for seven years. Woo. I love social studies. That's, that's my jam. That's my jam. Uh, all right, so just right there from your your introduction, you sounds like you've had some changes. You've you've changed some things over your career. I sure have. Um, fifth grade was a heavily tested area, and I really grew tired of it after a while. And a seventh and eighth grade position opened up in my building. I had a couple of friends that were teaching social studies, and they encouraged me to apply. So I did, and I, I moved up and um, 100% fell in love with it. I was afraid of, you know, quote, the big kids. Um, I'm not a very tall person. I'm only like 5'3", so a lot of these boys are taller than me. So it was a little intimidating, um, but love, <laughs> love, love social studies and had a great team to work with. And um, then after about seven years doing that, we went one-to-one -one as a district with Chromebooks. And I was asked to be part of the team to um, be like the task force for our building. And from there, I was like, okay, they're, they literally said, we're not buying you hard copy textbooks anymore. Your socialized textbook is digital as well as the workbook. Here you go. Here and you go. Like, Here's a well thought out plan. And um, I was like, well, get, better get on board with this. Um, so... Um, I, I, I know I could have taken a whole different attitude with it, but, um, it was, it was time for a change. Like I just felt that and, um, fell in love with Google. We also, um, became a Google district and, um, I quite honestly say I, I really didn't like Google at first. And then I came to find a lot of the collaboration, um, Google calendar, like blew me away. And then um, one summer, I decided I was going to check out this Google Certified Educator thing that I'd heard about, went through the modules, became level one certified, then level two certified, and um, totally did that while my girls were swimming in our pool, And because I'm not a pool person. So you're like, you're like a Google ninja. I mean, you got certified one, certified two, like you're, you're moving up the belts. Well, I moved up a couple years after that to certified trainer. So super excited about Black that belt. One. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one left, um, but I uh, haven't tackled that one. Um, and um, I mean, honestly, from there, it was our district realized with all of these Chromebooks, um, we needed more people. And so the superintendent put out a, a job posting for a halftime tech integration. I applied for it. And I got it. And then my principal sat me down and he said, um, by the way, that's down at the elementaries. And I was like, oh, oh, all right. <laughs> I wanted the job, right? 
So I actually, that year, I split my time half and half. I was um, started my day as the tech integration down at the elementaries. And then I went to the middle school for the second half of the day. And I still taught seventh and eighth grade social studies. So Dang. it was a tough year, but it was great. And then the following year, I was able to go full-time tech integration. Okay. So we got we to gotta bust this down for everybody here. We got to break it down. So the topic today being, you know, creating change through growth. All of those moves, all of those moves, whether it was from fifth to eighth and eighth to sort of elementary tech, mm -hmm. <laughs> to the, all of them would require, I think, a tremendous amount of sort of growth in, in skill set as well as mindset that you, you had to kind of like undergo. I want to start with what gave you the courage to make that jump? You, you talked about the excuse that like fifth grade being heavily tested uh, but, but what's the courage? I mean, like the, it's hard. Like there's a reason people do routines. There's a reason it's taco Tuesday, right? Like there's a reason we, we get in these ruts. It's easier to just reboot the same day tomorrow that you had today. Like you, you took major steps, Sarah. Um, thinking about it the way, you, the way you just framed it, like I stop and I, and I'm looking back and I'm. Like I, I was getting tired mm -hmm. and I loved the people that I work with. I loved that age group, but it was like, I, I needed something different. I needed to like get re-inspired. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was also to, I will, I will give a shout out to Alyssa Brooke and Leah Carwish. Those were the other two seventh and eighth grade social studies teachers at the time. And they both were like, Hey, we'll help you. We'll do whatever we can to support you. Uh, we got you. And, you know, knowing that you're going to a place where it might be scary, um, they were they were there. Like, they had their hand out for me. And um, that I truly appreciate. Along with, um, I had taught fifth grade with another teacher, Julie. She had since moved up as well to seventh grade. And she was going to be on that same team. And I was like... I mean, I can't go wrong. You know, you're surrounded by your friends. You're surrounded by support. Um, the principal was supportive of it. And I knew I already loved social studies. So that wasn't a that wasn't a, a, a problem for me. That was like an enticement. Like, hey, you can just teach social studies. You don't have to teach a second. You know, I yep. was also teaching language arts. And then a couple years, it was science. Um, but uh, like you, you can focus in on just social studies and, and that really provided a lot of the inspiration for me. I love it. Cause so, I mean, breaking down what you said there, Sarah, I mean, like you had that you wanted to be re-inspired, but I, I, I do want to say whether you knew it or not, the people around you, I mean, you were also inspiring others, I think by taking that change, which ultimately is awesome. Cause the, you ending in the final position that you're in now, with being a like tech integrator for you to be that sort of symbol of growth and like change over time, you know, that perfectly ends up fitting the, the role that you take over, which is awesome. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head for all those of us that want to do change in our lives and are a little fearful of it. Uh, you really spoke to having like the safety net. You had people that were encouraging you, willing to be there and you kind of also knew that the position you were moving up to in that in that seventh eighth grade social studies slot you you had a tribe there already and mm -hmm. i think that like 
recognizing the people around us can really give us that courage, maybe that little extra bit of courage we need, you know, because I think we all have those dreams. You clearly were looking at the position, maybe even applied with, to the position before, thinking through all the ramifications and that final push, it sounds like between the inspiration slash the tribe that you had, you were able to make that jump. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. And I have, I have no regrets. It's one of those, um, that I've almost kind of come to realize that every few years, like maybe some kind of change is like a welcome additive to your, to your career, you know, and, um, yeah, like we spaced our girls out and then I'm like, Oh, we're not having more kids. Let's get a dog. You know, like it, it, it follows true into my personal life too. Like it's just, it gives that little extra, you know, boost. I'm not looking for huge major changes. Um, I mean, that that's, stuff. Can that's so in. funny. That's so funny that you say that though. Cause like some people would probably already at this point in this podcast be sitting there thinking, what is she talking about? These are all major, like changing your, career even if it's still with inside education i mean i know people that would never make the jump to another grade level like essentially you know that that big of a jump or or the fact that you even took the risk to go down to part-time to go down to elementary i mean like those those two in and of itself to like leave whole school sets of like middle to lower or lower to middle or whatever and go part-time those are two huge categories so i love that you're like well i don't i wouldn't make a big change those are huge changes no i'm saying i don't want to make any more big changes now oh i did that got it great um um and that that year that i was half-time tech and then half-time classroom teacher like that was that was a that was a big year that was a hard year it was a great year it really taught me a lot about you know, time management and like, how do you, and then the, the guy that came on to teach the first half of my, you know, what was my teaching day? It was his first year of teaching period. So it was like all of us in together and like, it was like, man, it was a great year. I learned a lot. <laughs> I don't really want to do that again. Um, he's got it. He's, he's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, major massive changes, you know, but I guess, you know, you say that and then what happens? I think we maybe rationalize everything, right? So like when the next change you make, you're going to say it's not that big. You're just sliding from here to there. But like to somebody else, that slide is pretty big. Um, um, yeah. I do want to say, so if we're talking about this like growth, what are some areas that like, like if you were to label like two or three categories that like in in the process of changing, what are some of the areas you grew in? Like that you kind of had to to be able to like function at your new your new role. Like what were areas or categories that had to get better that now might be better and that are strong and you're you're liking your job and your life? Okay. So thinking about it. I would say definitely one area is like interpersonal communication. Okay. You know, like these people, I was in the same district. So these people, you know, had heard my name before, but you know, I'm coming from the middle school and I'm now down at the elementaries. Um, so I didn't like, I knew of these people, but I didn't know these people. So building those relationships 
and building them in a way that I would provide myself as being a, a useful person, um, I think was, was big because, you know, before I knew everybody, I'd been teaching at the middle school for, you know, 14 years. That, it was easy. And then going down and meeting two buildings full of new people, two new administrators that I'd never worked closely with at all. Um, like just, just understanding how that ebb and flow of like, I'm in their building, you know? Um, and I think it was a welcome addition. Um, I, I do believe like I've built these strong relationships now, but like, you know, just coming in, you got to kind of see where you're at. Sure. Figure it out. Um, and, uh, the, the two principals, like I said, I had never worked with either of them. So that was for me, that was a big one because I'd had the same administrator all the other years. So like figuring out how to work with a, a different administrator was, you know, again, part of that interpersonal, like that back and forth, the communication. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of have like the three that I gathered from you is definitely communication, uh, relationships, like working on those relationships and kind of summing those two up. I just sort of write, wrote down tactics, you know, like you, you, you had to like know how to like mm-hmm. work that situation, know how to approach this building or this administrator or this teacher, you know, to, right. to sort of maximize both your potential at your job, but ultimately your job is about maximizing the potential of the people you're working with. Right. Exactly. So, uh, wow. Like what, a what, a what three skill sets to like improve on. Those are awesome. Uh, in your growth, like kind of like taking your story here in your growth, how does it, how does it feel? I guess now, like reflecting back, like, right. Like we talk about these and you sort of, for those of you that are watching the episode, like, you know, Sarah's smiling at certain points, you know, like you're looking back, uh, you are stronger. You know, you did grow. You now have these skill sets. And and sure, I'm sure you want them to even improve more and grow more. Right. But like reflecting back and thinking on it, uh, how does it sort of feel? Like taking that pause, taking that moment, looking back. Well, like how does that feel as a person who tackled the challenge and now has some of that growth to show for it? I mean, I, I'm humbled. I'm, I'm honored to look back and, and see like I've got two new buildings worth of friends, you know, if you think about it. Um, and that's not something that I ever, I mean, rewind the clock five years, Sarah, where are you going to be in five years? Teaching seventh and eighth grade social studies, you know, be happy. But now it's like, I look back and I go, did I really do that? I know, right? Has it really been that long? Like I can't, I can't remember exactly. I had to literally look back at my calendar. Um, the other day, somebody asked me, how long are you, have you? And I'm like, gosh, I don't, you know, so it, it's like time flies. But when you're in the middle of it, it's like every day, it's like, okay, what do I focus on here? What do I focus on there? Um, so reflecting, it's, it's very hard for me to believe, but I know I still have so much more to go. That's so awesome. I think over like my career, this like creating change and and, and growing through that change. Unlike you, I haven't had too many different jobs. I've sort of taught three different places. Uh, and, but, but all the while, like 
I definitely have been growing skills, taking on challenges. And I actually told the story the other day when I was doing PD. I was doing some PD down in Texas, and the the story I told was how my boss at the time, well, my social studies department chair said, like, I want us to present more. Like, we have a great middle school department, and it is. It's, I think of our middle school social studies department is phenomenal. But we didn't, back then, we didn't really go and present anywhere. And I, I kind of not, didn't really think about this until the other day, reflecting on it. He sort of started my professional development career because because of that. He just said, we're an awesome department. We should be sharing out. We should be telling other people not what to do, but like putting out what we're doing so that it helps. And like also us going out for professional development mm -hmm. means we get to learn from others too. It's like this awesome, <laughs> like it works both ways. And so just reflecting on that and then thinking of all the skills I had to gain to do that. Like at the time, I had never spoken in front of like adults. Like I've never <laughs> spoken in front of adults for 60 minutes. I mean like that's a long sure terrifying that's a long time you know yeah. and uh now like now that comes with quite ease for me but uh but that shows you like stopping and thinking about that and thinking about that growth like where i am today versus where i was 10 years ago when when chuck taft said i think we should present more you know like wow to where i'm at now like it's just an impressive thing and the other thing too i think about goals is when, when we achieve those goals, when we grow through those, how much stronger we gain like a sense of stability in our lives. Like there's like, I don't know, when, when you conquer the thing that's in front of you, you just sort of feel, I feel, I'll own it I guess, I feel more security because like mm -hmm. then, then I know that I, I'm going to be okay. I can like, the next thing that comes my way, I bet you I can stop for a moment, think it through and conquer it and if it's a big thing maybe it'll take two years to conquer it five years to conquer it. who knows but like i have confidence that it can happen right so i don't know I, I love this conversation i love i'm getting a lot of energy from you too about like you you went out and did that and like you're that much better for it now and 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 still actually crave that you crave that learning you crave that growth do you have right. some do, do you have some advice to people that are in your position as tech coordinators or integrators? They go by so many names in so many different they districts. Do. <laughs> like, they do. Um, number one, you gotta find like you like your tribe. You gotta find those people because um, like if you don't like, I don't know how you do any job without having your tribe. But um, this one, having other people to like I like geek out with, like nerd out with. Um, you find those people and you, you know, you, you share like, Hey, Lisa, like this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And, um, you can run through those things. And, um, I think another thing is like what you just mentioned with your previous department head, um, that encouraged you to present, um, our curriculum director, Becky said the exact same thing to me, um, about a year ago, she said, Hey, she's like, you know, you've got some good stuff. You should go out and present. And I'm like, Oh, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. And she's like, no, really, I think like you've got some good things going on. You should share them. And um, I've now presented at a few different conferences. And like you said, it it's not so scary anymore. Um, yeah. So taking that, taking that first step is also another 
thing to do. Believe in yourself, you know, that little bit of um, confidence in that area. Um, It's it's really like, I think something that we could sum it up with that all the teachers listening would totally recognize. It's all the things we tell our students. Right. Right. Exactly. But for some reason, when it comes to ourselves, we're like, no, I can't, I should, I, no way can I, that's for some, I could. And you're like, we would never let a student say that to us. No, no, no. We'd, we'd, we'd push them and we'd prod them and we'd encourage them until they did. That's right. So the next, that's right. So the next time one of you listening think like, I should do this. And then you, you let that doubt creep in your head. Turn on and like teach yourself and have a little conversation with yourself and say like, no, I can do this. This is going to be fine. Like right. you, we all can do so much and it's that self-doubt that gets in the way. Uh, now, the last thing I got to say, the last sort of category I want to say about like this creating change through growth is happiness. Like, right? So are were you, are you, do you continue to be? happy through that growth? Oh, 150%. 150% people. Do you, are you listening to this? 150% she just dropped on us. Yeah. Um, my husband said to me one day, he texted me like, you know, how's your day going? And I was like, oh, it's great. I love it. And he texted me back and he said something like, you know, not everybody gets to say that about their job, right? That's right. And I was like, yep, I know, but I love mine. So yay. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. And again, too, right? Like we understand and know the power of gratitude. So like the fact that like you also can like recognize that and then revel in that, right? Like that's, that's awesome. You know, I'm just like you. I love my job. I love the professional development. I get to run at different districts. It's just, it's fun. And I can't believe I'm so lucky and fortunate to meet so many others. And I, I think it's, I don't, I think we're all truly blessed and especially when we play to our strengths and, and when we're challenged to go above those strengths, it's amazing how much we can rise up to. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, we are at that time. We're ready for reflection time and we have a pretty good one here by John Maxwell. Are you, are you ready for it? I'm ready. I can't believe it's here, but I'm ready. I told you, the time flies. It, it sure does. <laughs> All right, here we go. This one is, if we're growing, we're always going to be out of our comfort zone by John Maxwell. How does that hit you given what we were chatting about today? Uh, it It's a big one, right? I mean, growing is always indicating moving forward. And moving forward in a lot of ways is kind of scary. Um, And I think that's where the out of your comfort zone is because you never know, is this going to be a good move? Is it going to be a bad move? Um, But being willing to take that risk, I think, is is a big takeaway for me. Like, it doesn't have to be huge. Like, changing one little thing, you could grow. And then you say, oh, I can do that. I can do one more little thing and, you know, and then it just continues to build and, and build, you know, it's like watching, um, like I've got three little girls and watching them learn to walk. Scary. They've got to grow. They've got to, you know, take that first step. And, and that's, 
that's what I see a lot in this quote. It doesn't have to be huge. You know, mm-hmm. every little bit will count and will help. Yeah, for me, I I like this quote because I think it reminds me of the fact that like, as somebody that wants to grow, I want to get stronger, better, faster, whatever the case may be, uh, that comfort zone equals a rut, right? That's that's what it's talking about. It's talking about like it's easy to just continue to do the same. And I, this quote reminds me of the fact that like how much I do love growing and growth, that it is worth putting yourself out there. It is worth going and venturing just a little further out. And yes, that means it's not as easy as that rut. It's not as comfortable as the comfort zone. However, uh, it's worth it. It's worth that growth. It's worth what happens in that process. And, and I'm a firm believer that we're, we are sort of that sum total of our experiences. And so even if every growth opportunity doesn't come to full fruition, I firmly believe I lose, I use some of that growth in other areas. So like I'll become more successful in this other area because of some talents I grabbed on this one. So right it's worth it it's worth it i guess that's that's what i'm saying it's worth it i agree i agree yeah well sarah thank you so much for being on well played today thanks for having me uh it was it was a joy it was a lot of fun chatting with you uh you really have inspired me and reinvigorated me about like change and like tackling that change that's fantastic thank you yeah, thank you. So everyone out there listening, I hope like Sarah and I's conversation really inspires you to to try that thing you've been thinking about, whether that's a tiny change in in your classroom or if that's uh, painting one of the wall colors a little something little something different that you weren't thinking about. Try it. Just go out there, try it. A fresh coat of paint's not that hard to to fix, and really neither is anything else. So we can fix it. Everybody, thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Uh, Hive Summit's coming up, so if you go to hivesummit.org and sign up, get your free ticket to an awesome PD that's going to be all digital, all online. You're all welcome. The more, the merrier. And while you're signing up, if you could like tweet, you know, everyone you know, and get them to sign up as well. All right, guys, enjoy your week and play on. <laughs>